0: Welcome to the Mind Management Podcast. I'm your host, Anna Bullock. Our brains are on autopilot, sorting information and just giving it all meaning. Here I'm going to teach you how to take your brain off autopilot, take control, and manage your thinking so you can live authentically as you and love authentically. I want you to create a life that you are proud to live. Are you ready? Let's go. Hi guys, welcome back and Merry Christmas Eve. I think this podcast should be coming out on Christmas Eve. Because of that, I have a fun one, a fun podcast that was fun for me to write at least that I wanna share with you guys today. I'm gonna share with you some of my most cherished beliefs, memories and thoughts that do me a lot of good in my life and I wanna share them. First, I wanna paint for you a picture Of my understanding or my version of God. I think sometimes we see him as this like untouchable, almighty, very cold, very rigid, quick to inflict consequences like being. And that's not my version of God. So let's get started. I see God. I see him as gentle. Like I see me sitting and pouring out my heart to him kneeling at my bedside and he's sitting next to me sitting on my bed, patting my back and caring for me, right? He's super caring, super loving. To me, he is kind. He's placing experiences and people and little reminders in my path every day. The reminders of just how much he loves me. Like he knows me. He knows what will make me laugh. He knows my deepest desires. He knows what I need in the moment better than I know. It's so funny. We have been somebody, I don't know, somebody in our community is doing the 12 days of Christmas for us. And they're, every night, they'll just drop something off. And they're cute little things that, like, my kids just love. Like a whoopee cushion, (laughs) these funny gifts that my kids love and that I enjoy, too. And it's filling the need that I didn't even know was there, right? He orchestrated all of that is what I believe. He placed my name into that person's mind and it's filling a need like this feeling of community that I didn't even know I was lacking in. He is just so kind. Um, Another thing that I believe that he is just. He's a just God. He has consequences but not in a cold way. When we make our choices, he's the one that is in charge of holding us accountable and sometimes our choices lead to blessings. And I know how I feel when I get to give my kid a reward for doing something that I think was good for them, that I think will teach them, that I think will help shape their character. I think he wants to give us the world. He wants to give us everything. He wants to pour out all these good things onto us. But sometimes we make choices where he can't give us those same consequences. Sometimes the consequences are heavy and hard. And rather than Being like, here you go, you deserved it. I think it's hard for him. I think he does it and he doesn't joy in it at all. I think it hurts him to have to inflict these harder consequences on us and watch us kind of struggle. Um, I just imagine myself with my kids, I do not like enforcing the consequences on them, right? If I pick a consequence and I have to stick with that consequence and they choose To do the thing that leads to that consequence. I know I don't love. I don't love that part. I don't love holding them accountable. But I do it because I love them. And I think that's the way that Heavenly Father works as well. He knows that these things. That these consequences. Will have our best interest in heart. It's because he loves us. But I do not think that he joys in giving us those consequences. He loves us so much. He is not expecting perfection. <laughs> I've read in the scriptures that like, you know, be the, be ye therefore perfect. And he gives us commandments. And he gives us these things that we need to do. And loving one another. And all these suggestions on how to create good in our lives. And the things that will bring good fruit, right? The seeds that will plant good fruit. But I think he knows that we're gonna fail he knows we're human he knows we'll fail many 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 times because of that he's made a plan b he's made a way that we can all get back to him that like a fail safe kind of and I also think having that plan b in place was not easy for him it wasn't it came at a high price but he did it because of his love I think his love and capacity to love is beyond my understanding. I'm human. I have human thoughts, beliefs, evolutionary programming that all get in the way of my ability to have godlike love. I think sometimes I think it comes close, like when you look at that brand new baby, right? It's that perfect love. But still, I'm a human. Still I have human thoughts and he's past that understanding. He doesn't have the same thoughts. He doesn't have the same beliefs or the same wiring. Like when we have wiring for fear and wiring to keep us safe, he doesn't have that same wiring. So I believe, and I could be wrong, right? I have a feeling that I only understand a fraction of his love for us, for me, for you. I only understand a fraction of it, but I know that That fraction that I do understand is pretty dang huge. Pretty, it feels pretty dang good. So when I believe that, when I think that thought that like, but I only understand this fraction of it, it just gives me an overwhelming sense of love. Let me tell you this too, because I know that there have been seasons in my life where I might not be living exactly how I want to be living or I'm not my best self. His love does not require you to always be 100% your best self. He loves you without limits. He loves you even in the moments when you don't love you. He loves you in your past even when you don't love you in your past. He loves you right now so very much. He loves you enough that he watched his child ask him in unspeakable agony, Father, if thou be willing, remove this cup from me. And though I'm sure he wanted to, with every fiber of his being, he did not grant the Savior's request because of his unconditional love for you and I. Now, I want to share with you a little story There was a time in my life where I had this kind of question mark thoughts. Now I know in my head that I wanted to know, like, is, am I doing things right enough? Is the spirit in my home? I feel like I'm doing everything wrong is basically what my brain was telling me. You're not good enough for this. You're not being righteous enough. And this and this, this is why the spirit can't be in your house and you're messing up your kids and that's kind of the narrative that my brain was feeding me and finding evidence for and this is the reason why I wasn't good enough and this is the reason why the spirit couldn't be in my home and but I remember struggling with it so it wasn't quite solid it was a question mark in my head is the spirit in my home one night I was tucking it was a couple years ago my daughter is now six and I can't remember how old she was when this conversation happened to be honest everything's kind of a blur when you have kids really close together. Um, Anyway, I was tucking her into bed and I was trying to explain to her to see what she knew about the Christmas story. So I was going through the motions, tucked her into bed, gave her her milk and sang her the song. And then we started talking about Jesus's birth. And when I mentioned Jesus name, she stopped me right there. And she was like, Jesus was in our home today. And I kind of brushed it off. I Moved on. Uh huh. You know, that's pretty cool. And she goes, Yeah, he has owies right here and right here and right here, right here, pointing to the middle of her palm and in her wrist and pointing to her feet and in her ankles. And I couldn't remember the last time we talked about it. I think it was in Easter. And in that moment, it kind of struck me as pretty awesome, but I didn't pair the two together. My struggles and like the questions that was in my brain about the spirit in my home and this experience until I was talking with my cousin who I'd confided in, who I'd shared this thought with her, shared the struggle with her. And she's like, she told me, I think he's trying to tell you something. <laughs> and if the spirit was good enough, you know, I can, again, these are all thoughts, Right. In order for it to go into the circumstance line, everyone would have to agree. All of these thoughts about God that I have, all of these experiences, whether or not I believe my child's experience was real, all thought line. It can't go into the circumstance line unless everybody would agree. But why not? I thought, why not believe that? Why not believe my child's story was a true thing that happened? That he's trying to tell me, hey, you're good enough. I love you. So that Christmas memory is one of my very favorites. Man, I'm getting choked up about this. I'm sorry, guys. (laughs) But it was one of my favorites because it's a reminder that he loves us. And if anything, that you can see a consistent theme in this entire podcast is unconditional love. Love like we don't understand That is why I love this season so much because that love is so obvious and so blatant and it's in everything that we do and that every good gift comes from Christ. It's all centered around my thoughts and my beliefs in Christ. Those are the beliefs that are pretty solid for me. Those beliefs that I have, remember, they go into the thought line They're optional. Not everybody believes that they're true and that's okay. For some reason, these ones work for me. They create a feeling of love for me and I love the results that they create. If these are not your beliefs, that's okay too. Like we all have different beliefs, but here's the thing. I want you to choose something that you believe that creates that feeling of love in the feeling line. It's all up for grabs. Everything that I talked about today is completely optional, which means we don't have to have tons of evidence to back it up. The brain is going to find evidence. You give it something to believe, it's going to go to work and build the case for it. So whatever you choose to believe, make sure it's something that sends your self-worth skyrocketing. Make sure it's something that reminds you that you are unconditionally loved. Whether that's by an all-knowing God or whether it's just by you or your family or whatever it is. I want those beliefs to create good for you. So choose them intentionally. If you don't like what you believe right now, if it's not producing good in your life, I want to invite you to take it all out. Just pull everything everything off the shelves just like that murray kondo pull everything off the shelves and put back ones that create good for you and just believe those with all your heart i hope you have a wonderful christmas i hope that you found something that reminded you That you are so important and you have so much worth and so much good that needs to be done in this world that can only be done by you in your marriage, in your relationship, in the dreams that you have for this world. You have a place. There are words that the way that you say them, the experiences that you've been through that somebody else is waiting for that will only click because you said them because maybe they see similarities in your journey. It's easy for our brain to discount things and say, well, it doesn't apply to me because of this and this and this. So there is somebody who is waiting for your words the exact way that you have to say them. That's all shaped by your experiences. So get out there and go do some good and just know you are unconditionally loved. Have a Merry Christmas, my friends, and I will see you next week. Bye.